Time to read out aloud, and I am starting with one of the revolting rhymes from Roald Dahl. And then, depending on how much time I have left, I might do so. Well, there are a couple of adult choices. Cinderella, I guess you think you know the story. You don't. The real one's much more gory. The phony one, the one you know, was cooked up years and years ago and made to sound all soft and sappy just to keep the children happy. Mind you, they got that first bit right, the bit where in the dead of night the ugly sisters, jewels and all, departed for the palace ball, while darling little Cinderella was locked up in the slimy cellar where rats who wanted things to eat began to nibble at her feet. She bellowed, Help! and Let me out! The magic fairy heard her shout, appearing in a blaze of light. She said, my dear, are you all right? All right, cried Cindy. Can't you see? I feel as rotten as can be. She beat her fist against the wall and shouted, get me to the ball. There's a disco at the palace. The rest have gone and I am jealous. I want a dress. I want a coach and earrings and a diamond brooch and silver slippers. Two of those. And lovely nylon pantyhose. Done up like that, I'll guarantee the handsome prince will fall for me. The fairy said, "Uh, hang on a tick. She gave her wand a mighty flick. And quickly, in no time at all, Cindy was at the palace ball. It made the ugly sisters wince to see her dancing with the prince. She held him very tight and pressed herself against his manly chest. The prince himself was turned to pulp. And all he could do was gasp and gulp. Then midnight struck. She shouted, Heck, I've got to run to save my neck. The prince cried, No, alas, alack. He grabbed her dress to hold her back. As Cindy shouted, Let me go. The dress was ripped from head to toe. She ran out in her <clears throat> underwear and lost one slipper on the stair. The prince was on it like a dart. He pressed it to its pounding heart. The girl this slipper fits, he cried. Tomorrow morn shall be my bride. I'll visit every house in town until I've tracked the maiden down. Then, rather carelessly, I fear, he placed it on a crate of beer. At once, one of the ugly sisters, the one whose face was blotched with blisters, sneaked up and grabbed the dainty shoe and quickly flushed it down the loo. Then in its place, she calmly put the slipper from her own left foot. Aha! You see, the plot grows thicker and Cindy's luck starts looking sicker. Next day, the prince went charging down to knock on all the doors in town. In every house, the tension grew. Who was the owner of the shoe? The shoe was long and very wide. A normal foot got lost inside. Also, it smelled a wee bit icky. The owner's feet were hot and sticky. Thousands of eager people came to try it on, but all in vain. Now came the ugly sisters go. One tried it on. The prince screamed, No! But she screamed, Yes! It fits! Whoopee! Now you've got to marry me! The prince went white from ear to ear. He muttered, Oh, let's get out of here. Oh, no, you don't. You've made a vow. There's no way you can back out now. Off with her head! The prince roared back. They chopped it off with one big whack. This pleased the prince. He smiled and said, She's prettier without her head. Then up came sister number two, who yelled, Now I will try the shoe. Try this instead, the prince yelled back. He swung his trusty sword and smack. 
her head went crashing to the ground. It bounced a bit and rolled around. In the kitchen, peeling spuds, Cinderella heard the thuds of bouncing heads upon the floor and poked her own head round the door. What's all the racket? Cindy cried. Mind your own biz, the prince replied. Poor Cindy's heart was torn to shreds. My prince, she thought, he chops off heads. How could I marry anyone who does that sort of thing for fun? The prince cried, "Who's this dirty slut? Off with her nut! Off with her nut!" Just then, all in a blaze of light, the magic fairy hove in sight. Her magic wand went swish and swish. Cindy, she cried, "Come, make a wish. Wish anything, and have no doubt that I will make it come about." Cindy answered, "Oh, kind fairy, this time I shall be more wary. No more princes, no more money. I've had my taste of honey. I'm wishing for a decent man. They're hard to find. Do you think you can?" Within a minute, Cinderella was married to a lovely fella. A simple jam maker by trade, who sold good homemade marmalade, their house was filled with smiles and laughter, and they were happy ever after. Nicola tells me I did this in primary school, I Stetford, and they gave me gold plus because I remembered it all. The whole thing, you remembered it all. Okay. So I don't have much time. I don't have any time for passion for solitude, but Cesare Pavesis. I will arise and go now and go to Innisfree and a small cabin build there of clay and wattles made. Nine bean rows will I have there, a hive for the honey bee, and live alone in the bee loud glade. And I shall have some peace there, for peace comes dropping slow. Dropping from the vales of the morning to where the cricket sings, there midnight's all a glimmer and noon a purple glow, and evening full of the linnet's wings. I will arise and go now for always night and day. I hear lake water lapping with low sounds by the shore, while I stand on the roadway or on the pavement's grey. I hear it in the deep heart's core. The Lake Isle of Innisfree, Innisfree by William Butler Yeats.